Muy buenas tardes, mi gente. What is going on? As your Philadelphia 76ers tonight fall 115 to 109 to the Toronto Raptors. And look, the Philadelphia 76ers have now dropped their last three games all in the same week, all in this home scene that they've had this week. It's been a tough schedule, but you've been at home. And this is now three straight losses after starting, after just going on a six-game winning streak. And tonight, it, it just flat out, it was rough. It was flat out rough. It's, it's crazy because... Last night for the Flyers Raptors recap, we were talking about how the fl the Flyers just showed up flat against the Maple Leafs last night, right? You you're terrible in the power play. The offense in general looks stagnant. All the lines look stagnant. And tonight with the Sixers, it was kind of the same thing. It really felt like the same way. The offense was really stagnant. Uh, they were they just weren't knocking down their shots. This was a tough loss, but. I know we've been blaming a lot of the the, the losses of this week to injury or in this case. COVID, right? You're missing a lot of players. You're missing half of your team. But at some point, you got to get one over the hump. You can't you can't just keep using that excuse. At some point, you got to get one home, right? So we'll, we'll get into this game. We'll talk about uh, the Sixers and Raptors. I'll give you guys my thoughts. We'll talk about the Ben Simmons. It's more of the Rich Paul news that we saw today. We'll talk about it later on here in this game recap. But before we dive into today, guys, real quick, if you are new to this channel, we talk Philly sports all the damn time, so consider hitting that like button and subscribing to the channel. We talk Sixers, Phillies, Flyers, Union, and Eagles, and of course, all these these recaps, all all these uh, all this, the content you see here on Unparcelled Phillies YouTube channel gets repurposed onto the platform on the podcast platform streaming sites. Uh, you can find it through Oyen Philly Sports. It's on Apple, it's on Google, it's on Spotify. You could definitely check that out. Uh, before we dive into today's recap, real quick, I wanted to uh, break the announcement to everyone here on this uh, recap here. Um, taking a little bit of a change in the content, not not nothing structurally, but um, El Parcero Philly is now going to be part of DSM Media. If you guys did not see that on Twitter, uh, we are now part of DSM Media. Nothing really is changing, just being, uh, being a part of that group officially. It kind of felt like I was already part of DSM, uh, but officially part of DSM. And nothing much is going to change just now. Uh, after today, uh, all the recaps, all the El Parcero Philly cons uh, are going to be uh, broadcasted through DSM Media as well. Uh, it'll be on their YouTube uh, channel. It'll also be on their uh, podcast platform streams as well, their sites as well. So um, pretty much, you know, just welcoming the content to a new group of people. They have a bit they've had a big following so far. They've only been around for a couple months. and They've done a great job of growing that brand. And I'm just part of the family as well so i'm excited to join them i uh, just wanted to announce that here before we get into the sixers recap and starting tomorrow we'll be broadcasting a lot more content through dsm media so if you aren't followed yet to dsm media make sure you guys are subscribed to that and uh, we got some more good news coming forward in the, in the in the next week or so as well we're growing this guys we're growing this together so it's it's all it's all fun and games it is all fun and games but speaking of the game we got the business out of hand let's talk about this sixers and raptors game and Look, flat out, the effort was there. That that's not the that's not the case tonight. The effort was there. This was an up and down battle. First half, it really felt like it was more for the Sixers. Second half, the Raptors made some really big adjustments. They went on some big runs uh, throughout the game. The Raptors would go on some big runs and were able to pull away. Sixers were able to come back a couple of times. Started that second half, the Sixers started on fire. End of that third quarter, uh, the the Raptors came back and they went into the third into the fourth quarter with the lead. And, and again, another seesaw. And the Sixers just could not, could not flat out, could not finish this game out. They got this game as close to a point with under a minute left. It was 44 seconds left. 
They were up. They were down one point after an Andre Drummond uh, hook shot. Uh, but after that, unfortunately, you had a um, you had yourself a friend, Fred Van Vliet three pointer from the corner. And it's crazy. We saw a couple of those corner three point shots from the Toronto Raptors. Carry, carry, Trent, carry Trent Jr. as well. Yo, he was killing us all night from from that three point. I think he was like four of nine from the three point line on the night. He was absolutely killing us. And go figure, the Toronto Raptors killing us from the three-point line, from the corner, the same damn corner shot, man. It, 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 you, you just add tonight, how did you, as a Sixers fan, how did you not get glimpses of that Kawhi Leonard three-point shot three years, I guess it's now three years ago? I digress. Well, we, won't, we don't want to bring up any bad memories. But after, the, after that three-point shot, with 44 seconds left, it, it made the score a, a four-point game. Um, Andre Drummond missed, a sh- missed another shot. Um, then, then we saw the, the fouls come out. Uh, oh no, sorry. Scotty Barnes, uh, blocks Toby. Um, and then you, uh, Toby fouls OG and He hits his two free throws. Tyrese Max, he misses a pull-up jump shot. And then that was pretty much the end of the game. And the Sixers, uh, would, would lose just like that. Of course, we all know, uh, of course we do need to talk about the uh block sh- the block shot that was challenged with a minute 32 left by Andre Drummond it was a clean uh block on precious uh Achua and I-, I was I was a little worried because I did see that right hand actually did touch uh precious but they did not catch that it was a clean block on the ball yes before that that right hand did touch precious but they got the call but it was weird because the calls tonight were not good in general. Like I think that the the referees tonight were very inconsistent. It was a bad call game. It was not fair on both sides. And then that call right there, just to top it off with putting the cherry on top, was just made absolute no sense. So the Sixers win the challenge. It overturns, but then we go to a jump ball, and then on the jump ball, the ref absolutely throw like he throws it up like a. I don't. I don't even I don't, listen. It was just a bad uh, throw. All right, it was a bad throw. I uh, didn't even get on um, get to the player's waist, and the Raptors would uh, recover. Uh, the ball would find Fred Van Vliet, and that was a big, that was a big moment right there. You were actually you were actually up by two. The 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 Raptors were able to gain some momentum uh, after that after that um, that that uh, overturn that block, and then the 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 one of the when they would win the uh, the the throw in or win the tip off. And everything's kind of just changed after that. The Raptors went on another small run, and they would pull away in this game. And it was and it was definitely tough. It was definitely tough for the Sixers there. But overall, my main takeaway from this game was the Sixers just flat out were not efficient on the night. The efficiency, is something that the Sixers ha- it has been their bread and butter, especially in that six game winning streak. They've been one of the most efficient teams thus far early on in the season. And tonight, and this whole week, they have not been efficient. Tonight was the best out of the three games that they've lost this week. They shot 45% from the field. Um, but just when it mattered most, they could not make those shots. And really tonight, it, it's it, the once the Raptors switched to uh, a zone defense, that's when it really threw the Sixers off. And it's crazy. We would see a lot of teams throw the zone defense years past because you had a Ben Simmons who obviously wasn't adding any spacing to the court as as that point guard. The Raptors made a great adjustment and ran that and ran that zone. Um they are a very well coached team. I mean I, I've talked about Nick Nurse before. That dude is a great coach. He's really has is it not only is he great with his game planning, his in-game coaching, but his development of players is ridiculous. You, know, you look at the, the players on this team, your Fred Van Vliet's 
your um your pressure precious took another step in his game as well he's a nice energetic center um your og and Wobies, your your fred van vliet's um your uh chris boucher's uh this scotty barnes um, i'm actually happy i got to see scotty barnes i kept hearing a bunch of great stuff about scotty barnes and he's as advertised he is still really raw but he is already a solid two-way player he's got the length he's great out on the wing uh, his offensive game still needs some uh, some development, but he's been a lot of fun to watch. He's it's crazy because I really criticized the Raptors on draft night. I did not understand why they chose uh, Scotty Barnes over a Jalen Suggs. But already early on in the season, you already see why they did that, and they made the right choice by selecting Scotty Barnes over Jalen. Jalen is struggling now. Listen, Orlando, it is what it is. It's a it's a dump, dumpster fire for a reason, and that that typically does happen in Orlando, although Markel Fultz has improved uh, down in Orlando in his game, but I digress here, but uh, this this is, this is was a really well-coached team by, uh, by Toronto on the night, and defensively, they did a solid job. We just weren't knocking down our shots. That's just a fact of the matter. We just did not knock down our shots, and that was really the difference. You know, when when you when they run that zone, they, they, they want you to shoot. You know, flat out, they want you to shoot, and we were taking our shots. We cannot knock. We just could not knock them down. We were 32% from the three-point line. It was that was just pretty. It was pretty bad. It was a pretty bad, inefficient night. And to me, that was one of the big reasons why we were on this three-game losing streak in general. We saw this against Milwaukee. We saw this against the Knicks. We just cannot be. Uh, we cannot shoot efficiently. Now, the big story going into this game was obviously we know this team is missing a lot of players, not including Ben Simmons. But obviously, COVID hit us hard. It is what it is. It's the reality of sports in general in 2021. But we were able to catch a break before the game. It was announced that Tobias Harris, not only Toby, but Seth Curry would return back to the lineup. And that was huge. Just having bodies back, a threat out there was huge for the Philadelphia 76ers. Unfortunately, though, it wasn't the most cleanest games by both players. But the crazy part is I did not think that they were both sharp on the night, but they both still had over they had 34 points between the two players, which was great. Tobias Harris. I saw a lot of sloppy play. I saw a lot of fundamental things that I don't see from Toby Lack on the day on this jump shot. I don't think he followed through on a couple of those shots. It was a bad shooting night from the three-point line as he was one from six, but but he was able to get down and dirty, get some points down in the paint. He did go to the penalty uh, to the foul stripe twice on the uh, on the night or two trips to the foul stripe, and he was perfect from the free throw line. And even even this this game back where. He needed to get he needed to get his footing under him. He still finished with 19 points on the night. 19 points. He did not. To me, when you look at the whole stretch of the game, he did not have a, his best of games that we've seen, and he still finished with 19 points. That is actually a positive to me. In 37 minutes as well, this man missed 10 days of basketball, came back, played 37 minutes, and dropped 19 points. I think you should be happy about that. Seth Curry, um, again. 2 of 5 from the three-point line, 4 of 12 from the field. Not that efficient. He did finish with 15 points. He did have this one shot. It looked just like his brother. It was a really deep shot close to, like, the bench. And my man just heaved that bad boy up, and he made it. Look, he's he's cooling off. I, I know two weeks ago he was on that stretch averaging 20-some points a game. He's cooled off a little bit. Obviously, he missed the last game with that foot contusion, and he's – He's going to be okay. Just the fact that he's out there adding some space going forward. And that's the point. Like, once this team is fully healthy, I'm just, like, envisioning 
what is going to happen with this team. Having spacing around Joel Embiid, having four guys around Joel Embiid playing at a high level, is going to be absolutely spectacular. Absolutely spectacular. Um, Tyrese Maxey. Like, I don't know what else to say about Tyrese Maxey. Through all these losses, it seems to be the main positive to take away from all three of these losses happens to be Tyrese Maxey. He constantly, game in and game out, is improving. He's showing us that he does belongs in this and not just in this league, but he is taking that next step. He is starting for this team on a night-to-night basis. We know what's going on with the Ben Simmons situation. We'll talk about that in just a second. But this man on Wednesday night dropped 31 points against the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes, he was going up against a Drew Holiday who's coming off of COVID. But tonight, he drops 33 points for the Philadelphia 76ers. And a lot of those stretches, especially in the second half, when the offense wasn't able to get going, there was Tyrese Maxey with the floater. There was Tyrese Maxey with the mid-range jumper. There was Tyrese Maxey with the three-point shot. He is stepping up when no one else can. And I do not know if this is going to be sustained throughout the whole season. But the Sixers team has played themselves 13 games thus far this season. And Tyrese Maxey has been a big reason of eight of those wins. He has. I don't think he he scored. I think it was the Knicks game. He put up four points or seven points. But other than that, He's put up more. He's put a double digits this whole entire season. And yes, he's taken another step in his jumper. He's taken an, he's he's been more efficient with the with the floater. But more importantly, what I noticed from Tyrese Maxey is nothing is phasing him. He's he's got that confidence. But more importantly, he is the attitude of the Sixers. This team is playing together. They are having so much fun. When you're seeing Tyrese Maxey get back to back, back to back to back buckets, and he <clears throat> he hits a tough layup where he falls to the ground after making it, he's getting back up. He's got this big smile on his face as he's running to the other side of the court. That is what I'm talking about. That energy is so infectious, and it is affecting everyone on this court in a positive way. I, I, I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised. I, I bite my I bite my tongue. On what I said earlier in the season, I didn't was not sure if Tyrese Maxey was ready for this next step of, of his of his career because we need him this season, but he's definitely taking it. And I and I'm here with it. I'm here with it. He finished 12 and 19 from the field, one of three from the three-point line, and eight of eight from the free throw line as well. Great game tonight by Tyrese Maxey. Great game by Tyrese. Danny Green got the start uh, uh, tonight as well. Nothing crazy. Six points. He's just a three-point shot at this point, and some veteran leadership. Defensively, he's not the same player, but he's still uh, he's a smart player, and he knows what he needs to do. He knows how to you you know he knows how to use his hands in position. One on one, he's not going to be able to keep up with a lot of these type of guards. Um, and he only saw 18 minutes in the, in the starting lineup tonight. And I, I'm wondering if that hammy was bothering him a little bit. Uh, we saw a lot more Niang in the, in the lineup. He got in thrust. He there was one point where the Sixers ran small ball, and they needed some points. They needed to keep up with the point scoring of the Toronto Raptors, um, and they put Niang at the center position. They ran a lot of small ball. Um, you saw a lot of Niang with Toby, uh, Seth, uh, and Tyrese, and I think Shake Milton as well. Um, and, and uh, we saw some small ball. We saw some small ball this season. Um, Andre Drummond again, uh, a menace under the board 
with 12 boards tonight. Uh, not the not the 25 or the was it the 14 he had the night before on Wednesday night. Uh, but he he's a great rebounder. We've talked about this the past two nights. Uh, obviously, the moment for him was the block in the fourth quarter uh, on Precious. But four blocks on the night in general. He's 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 been a defensive anchor while Joel Embiid's been out, and he's been the great he's been a great uh, kind of supplement for Joel Embiid. And this is what we're talking about. This is why we got an Andre Drummond. And, and uh, if he keeps playing like this, he's going to get himself a nice little deal next season uh, in free agency. So it's going to be great. Uh, when we're talking about the bench, Furkan, I'm sorry, Shake Milton led all Sixers scores with 12 points in that second half. He was he was key. He 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 had a he was adding some great offensive production for this team. He was a really efficient on the night as well. Five of six from the field, one of two from the three point line. Um, and Shake has been big in this week as well. When we're missing players, you know, we need offensive production. Shake Millen has been taking that charge. He's been really putting the team on his back, and he's been adding some great production for the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Furkan Korkmaz at a nine, a much better night here tonight. Uh, still not an efficient night, but he did put up nine points to, uh, on the night, uh, all from the three-point line. He was still three of ten from the three, three of eleven from the from the field goal. Uh, from from the field as well. Look, I understand the Sixers team, and I just I looked at the schedule. They just played six games in eight days. That's a lot of basketball, especially when you're missing half of your team and you, and you got guys putting thirty plus minutes in the game. You know, Doc is just Doc is trying to spread out these minutes as much as he can. I mean, Tyrese Maxey's averaging forty minutes in the last six games. He played forty minutes tonight. That's a youngster, and that, that's what's crazy. Like, I didn't even mention that. That's what's crazy about what Tyrese Maxey's doing in the amount of minutes that he's doing. He's not even getting tired. He, he's fourth quarter. He was still knocking down shots. Eventually, you know, he, he didn't have enough gas in the tank, but uh, he, he, it's, it's, truly it's truly incredible what these guys have been able to do. I know I understand that, right? I understand they played a lot of minutes, and they are exhausted. I bet they are so exhausted, especially this week. You get the you get the Knicks on Monday, and then the next night you got to play off against the Bucks, right? You get one day off, then you got to go up against this Toronto Raptors team. Who look they the experience is not fully there, right? They 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 have a young lineup. Uh, you talk about their stars being Scotty Barnes, OG Anawobi, Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam's hurt right now, so he wasn't able he wasn't there tonight. Um, but even Precious Achua. Um, uh, uh, you have Chris Boucher, uh, Gary Trent Jr. You have a lot of young players. These guys are are a fast paced, energetic team. They were controlling the pace of the game. That's kind of was a killer for the Sixers. Well, the Sixers are controlling the pace of the game. They are pretty damn dangerous. They weren't able to get um those turnovers for points like they usually like to do. Um, uh, when you look at the night, I mean, the Sixers only had nine fast break points, and the, the, the Raptors had twenty six. Same thing that happened on Tuesday night. The the uh, I believe the Bucks had twenty one to hour five, and I again I understand that a lot has to do with the fatigue on this team, but again this is the NBA. Yeah, at some point you got to get one in. You got to get one in. But they they gave it their all. They were in this game even in the final minutes, and they they just did not have enough left in the tank to pull this off against the Toronto Raptors team who uh, were definitely hungry. We're definitely hungry. Fred Van Vliet was able to drop um, uh, 32 points on the night. He fled the the Raptors in scoring. 
Uh, they and again, this Raptors team definitely needed this win after uh, tri- they were they had a three game loser. They lost the Cavs and Nets and the Celtics. They needed this one. Uh, Van Vliet put the team on his back. Then you had Carrie Carrie uh, Trent Jr., who was just like I mentioned earlier, killing it from the three point line, four of nine. Then you had uh, OJ and Wilby. OJ and Wilby had a very quiet, very quiet 20 points on the night. Um, but that starting lineup. Besides Precious, but Precious still did his thing on the boards. He had two assists, two steals, and three blocks. Precious did his thing um, on the night and uh, on the defensive board. But you know, everyone in their starting lineup pretty much was in double figures, and it was it was a killer. Chris Boucher, yo, Chris Boucher, someone give Chris Boucher stop his ass at uh, at Pat's or Geno's. Get that man a cheesesteak with some extra with with some extra cheese whiz, especially on those fries, because my man needs to put on some weight. But hey. It is what it is. And by the way, guys, who knew that Gorgon Dragic was on the, the Toronto Raptors, part of that Kyle Lowry trade, which is absolutely which is absolutely crazy. But yeah, look, overall, this was a tough, this was a tough one. This is definitely a tough one. Again, when the Raptors are play the way they do, that's tough. That's a tough brand of basketball to beat. You got to be on your A game. They give every single team fits. I mean, you heard what Kevin Durant said about the Raptors and, and Scotty Barnes. Um, and just I feel like even if the Sixers had an extra day of rest, this game probably would have been going the other way on the Sixers way. Uh, but when you're considering, again, when you got guys putting in 30 plus minutes in the last five games, they're exhausted. And and I and I understand that. But we got to turn this around because, again, this Eastern Conference is not easy. It's a tightly contested Eastern Conference. And after that six game winning streak, which was great. This team is now three on a three-game losing streak, and they're a game behind now. They're they're a game above the Toronto Raptors. After this team was in the clear-cut first place of the Eastern Conference, things change, and that's why I say that this Philadelphia 76ers team needs to get their get the ground back. Need to, need we need to get a win here. Um, when we look at it right now, the Philadelphia 76ers have dropped into the fifth seed. After being in the at the one seed on this past Sunday, um, the the Wizards, believe it or not, have been really good this year, and I kind of saw this coming. I thought they were going to be a better team. I think that the trade that they did this past offseason, sending Russ to L.A. and then getting back what was it uh, Caldwell Pope, Kuzma, and Montrez Harrell, they added some serious depth. They have some depth now on this team where you had guys like uh, Hachimori, Bertans, who better off the bench can come off the bench now don't have to be uh forced into that starting lineup um but you got the you got the wizards the bulls and the nets with uh eight wins the miami heat have are seven and four they they are they have they're two games behind they have they only played 11 games this season so that's why we're there but the cleveland cavaliers as well are seven and five surprisingly with a big lineup not something you see a lot in today's nba um but uh that's where we're at so uh, tough loss, but the fourth quarter, we got a little bit of surprise during all that craziness, all the replays, all the terrible, uh, uh, ju- um, why am I blanking on this tonight? You, the jump shots or the, the, uh, the, the, the free, the, the tippins, the, uh, the jump balls, jump balls. I, that's what it was. I'm exhausted guys. I'm exhausted. The jump balls. Uh, despite all that, we got some news by the Sixers that had to do with Ben Simmons. And I know none of us want to talk about Ben Simmons, especially with the, this, what this, this way the Sixers team is playing right now, how hard they are playing. But Rich Paul did come out um, to the athletic with, with the boy Shams 
um, and had some words to say, which we definitely need to talk about here because I don't know what the heck Rich Paul is talking about. But pretty much, you know, he's questioning the Sixers and what what it is they're trying to accomplish with this Ben Simmons situation and the fines in regards to the mental health situation. But pretty much um, some quotes here by by uh, by by Rich Paul. I truly believe the fines, the targeting, the negative publicity shine on the issue that's very unnecessary as further the mental health issues for Ben. Either you help Ben or come out and say he's lying. Which one is it, he says. Um, a, te- a 76ers team official told The Athletic on Thursday it is absolutely not the case that they are forcing his return or accusing him of lying. And that's what the Sixers are saying. Um, there are some other quotes here. Um, in this case, we have to give Ben help and not put finances above mental health. As an agent, I understand contractual obligations and I hold myself accountable in the business, in this business, I'm sorry. But if someone is telling you something, we can no longer turn a blind eye in today's world. There, This is no longer about a trade. This is about finding a place where we can help Ben get back to mental strength and get back on the floor. I want him on the floor playing the game he loves. I'm sorry. I had to laugh at that one. I want Ben on the floor, whether that's in a Sixers uniform or any other uniform. That's not what you were saying a month ago, but I digress. That's not up to me, but I want him in a state where he can resume play. We can cooperate and want to work him back on the floor. And uh, that's pretty much the gist of the uh, quotes there. Oh, here we go. Here's Here's something else. He's not there yet. How can a doctor who has only met with Ben once say Ben is mentally ready to play? So do we keep digging on him or help him, Paul said. Now that we understand the reluctance from Ben, it all makes sense. There was shying away from it. If Ben has repeatedly showed behavior that entails he isn't mentally ready to play, embrace him, support him. We have to remove our ego from it. We all have to take full responsibility and then he goes on to say i don't think the 76ers are a bad organization josh harris david blitzer are great governors they've done a great job with the organization i have respect for daryl morey ben has a mental issue let's support him i'm happy he got to a place where he's realized and accepted help i understand it's a business but even in a business you need humanity i have a great level of respect and love for the city of Philadelphia as someone who loves the game. I don't know if I believe that, but this isn't about that. This is about Ben getting back to a place mentally where he can get back on the floor, and only Ben can tell us when that is. We have to allow him to do that. What the hell did we just read? Flat out, what the hell did we just read? It is really, really simple here, Mr. Rich Paul and Ben Simmons. The fact of the matter is Ben has not been fully transparent with the Sixers organization. The Sixers asked a simple request. Okay, you're going through mental health issues. We are embracing you and we want to help you. We are offering our best doctors to help you get through this mental health hurdle. You, Ben Simmons, you decided you did not want the help from the Philadelphia 76ers. You went your own route and you decided to get help from the league-wide doctors. That is completely fine. You are entitled to do that. Those services are there for you as a member of the NBA. However, if the Sixers, 
who are signing off on your goddamn checks are asking you for some transparency and want to know what is going on with the situation with your mental health with the Dr. Shing from the NBA. I do not think that that is too hard to ask of. You're saying they're targeting him? No, they're asking for transparency. No one is painting Ben in a bad light. The media, yes. The fans, yes. We, we're, see, we're All we're going by is what we are seeing from what you guys are displaying. That's 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 not the Sixers. Crap. Joel Embiid came before he went at half court before a game and came in support of Ben Simmons in front of the whole Sixers crowd. The Sixers are have done everything that they possibly can. We still don't understand why Ben even feels like this to begin with. The timing you use to say he's going through mental health issues is terrible. At the moment where he wants out of Philadelphia, he looks like a miserable sitting in the sidelines in, in, in Sixers practice. And then all of a sudden he says, I'm going through it mentally. That is a bad look, Rich Paul. And I think that Rich Paul and the Ben camp have this, this, this they live in this alter reality where it's Ben world. Everything revolves around Ben. You, it's like, like you saw like the Astro. I know it's it's a touchy subject these days, but uh, when you look at that the whole Astro World uh, concert, concerts and the music videos, and you see faces of Travis Scott everywhere, that's what Ben thinks he's living in. He thinks he's he walks into Philadelphia. The Liberty Bell is a picture is is, is actually ahead of Ben Simmons. He looks at Billy Penn. It's a it's ahead of Ben Simmons there. He he looks at the Benjamin Franklin. There's heads of Ben Simmons there. He thinks he lives in Ben Simmons' world. And he could do whatever it is he feels at once. It's not how it works. Let me tell you something, Ben. I used to live my life like that. I used to think that the world revolved around me. And that got me into some bad places, Ben. Because at some point, you have to play along the lines, along the guidelines of life. You have to show up to work. You have to work with people who you do not want to work with. You have a contract. With the Philadelphia 76ers, you have an obligation to the Philadelphia 76ers. If you are going through a mental health issue, there are people here. This isn't this isn't 1990 anymore. We are more accepting of mental health, but it just does feel like you're using it as a cop out. So it's 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 ridiculous. It is flat, and it it's the last thing I wanted to talk about after this game because I, I just I just it was a tough game to watch. At time, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a tough game because we lost a third straight, and you got good performances by Tyrese Maxey. Like Tyrese is putting like a biggest smile on my face, and it was a hard fought effort. But then to top it off, Ben is back on his BS, and here we go again. Here we go again. Oh my God, what's up TikTok? How you guys doing? What's going on here? What's up, Preston? What's up, Preston? Uh, Preston, I, I, I thought we went over this, but we don't do, if you got, if you want tomorrow, we'll be doing, um, at, uh, Oyen Philly sports. You can come on then. I've been putting the links in there. Um, you guys come on then, but we don't really allow people to come on during recaps here. We got it. We actually got to move this real long cause we're at 30 minute mark. Um, I don't really gamble, but if I'm doing Pacers and Clippers, I'd probably pick the uh, Clippers, uh, I'll take the Clippers money line there. I'm um, not the one really to that. I don't, I don't, I really don't condone 
gambling. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. I just I, I just would rather save my money than gamble. Um, Carso Lamo, what's up, man? How you feeling, brother? Welcome on in, man. Uh, Crestor, thank you for the follow, man. Welcome to the family, oh, man. Uh, Crestor, I think the Sixers trade Simmons. They'll get a better point guard, and it could spread the floor. Um, at this point, dude, Tyrese Max, he's been playing really well. Um, I will say, I don't know how long, this is what I'm saying. I don't know how long this will last. And I want to see Tyrese Maxey go up against some good guards. I could defend. because I want to see how exactly how good it is. I want to match him up against some good, uh, uh, defensive guards or good defenders in general. But I think at this point right now, um, listen, I'm letting Ben rot right now. I'm letting Ben rot. Maybe like two weeks ago, I would have said, just get him out of here. Just get him out of here. But at this point, I'm just letting him rot there. Um, if he wants to play this game. Just let him just let him sit there. We we're honestly been fine right now, and I'm willing to ride with this team into the playoffs. We'll see what happens, but just just let him be. Let him do what he wants, man. Um, creating better space and helping the entire team. We got space, and this team has been one of the more efficient teams in the NBA early on in the season, man. It's it's crazy. So spacing has been there. I, I, again, we just got to see the team against good competition, and anything can happen in the playoffs as well, man. But when you got a George's Niang absolutely playing out of this world he's been exceeding expectations it's been really big for the sixers um look at what seth curry yeah seth curry's cooled off as well my man he's he's cooled off but he's still in a very efficient shooter um and i wonder how much that foot is bothering him he had that foot contusion that knocked him out of that tuesday night game but um the spacing is here for us man we got seth tyrese is knocking down the shots right now you got shake milton furkan Korkmaz, danny green george's niang tobias harris um and and i i think we're i think we're good i think we're good i just rattled off eight names so we're good um uh well me me roni what's going on my man um look it's still halfway we're a little we're um, we're kind of past the halfway mark but look it is what it is you shouldn't have had those expectations for the birds but what i'll say man you got the sixers you got the sixers you're playing good basketball man we need a win though we do need a win we do need a win What's up, Matt? How you doing, brother? What's happening, man? Tough loss. Couldn't give up uh, a three on either of those last two possessions. Yep, man. That's dude, Carrie Trent, Carrie Trent Jr. and uh and and Fred Van Vliet, man. They were getting us all freaking night. You cannot leave them wide open. You just flat out cannot leave them wide open. Uh it was, it was a great performance by those guys. Uh no Joel, no wins. Hey man, it, they played hard. They played hard. And when Joel comes back. It's it's not even the thing is if you chase if you look at the body of work of the Sixers this year the Sixers are eight and five and it's not really in part to do with Joel Embiid if anything it's been Seth Curry and Tyrese Maxey carrying this team to eight and five honestly it's been a, a complete team effort but most of the production offensively has come from Seth and from Tyrese Maxey now don't get me wrong you obviously need Joel because Joel's the biggest mismatch in the NBA. But that's really positive to see that early on the season you haven't you didn't need to rely on Joel Embiid. That's something we've we've seen in the past since Joel's been here. We've relied a lot on Joel Embiid, and when he's not in the lineup, we've been screwed. This year we've been fine, and yeah, it's also helped that you've had Andre Drummond as well, who can start for most NBA teams at center. Yeah, Chase. So I, I, let's let's get into that. I guess Chase. So. That's right. So now after this loss, this third straight loss, the Sixers schedule does not get any easier whatsoever. So now we have to go on a six game road trip. Absolutely bonkers that we have to go through this. 
this is i mean to me this is terrible scheduling i, I guess you know what we can't re- I, I i hate being that guy to you know you know to, nba what are you doing are you kidding me what's wrong with you up there like I, I hate being that type of dude but you know they they just won on a three game homestand and it just didn't make sense and now they have to go on six game road trip absolutely ridiculous but let me just route off these six road road games uh, we'll talk about indiana in a second but um so saturday night they'll be back to cap off this week they'll be at indianapolis or, yeah they're in indianapolis uh, seven o'clock tip off against the Pacers. Then on Tuesday, the 16th, they'll be in Utah for a 10 o'clock game. Oh my God. It's going to be a late one that night. Um, then at Denver, um, a nine o'clock game on Thursday. Then that Saturday, they'll be in Portland for a 10 o'clock game. And then that Monday, um, they face off against the Sacramento Kings at, at 10 o'clock. Wednesday, November 24th at Golden State at 10 o'clock as well. All 10 o'clock games besides Saturday's Pacers game. Oh, my God. And oh, my God. Utah and Denver, you can get tickets as cheap as $9 for those games. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. But, yeah, so it, Saturday night, you'll be in Indiana. That sh- honestly, that should be a dub. Right now, the Pacers are 4-8. Um, but when we look at this team, obviously... Uh, they still got they still got the Brogdons, but right now Demonis uh, Sabonis has been their leading guy, and it looks like Brogdon is hurt right now. Um, but Sabonis has been their guy; he's been he's been their main guy. He's got he's leading them in points, rebounds, assists, and steals. Uh, while Miles Turner is their main block block getter. Now is Carrie Carrie is not playing either. Jeez Louise! So we're gonna get a lot of T.J. McConnell. Dropping buckets on the Sixers on Saturday night. So that should be a lot of fun. Again, this should be a game that you should win handily with this lineup. Uh, Joel Embiid should be back following this game. So when we go to Utah, hopefully we have him back. I really want Joel back for the Denver game because I'm, I've am i been salivating at a Joel Embiid-Nikola Jokic matchup, and I hope that we can get that matchup as well. But um, it should be crazy. It should be crazy. When we're in the clutch, who's going to win it? For can he went zero for a th- <laughs> yeah? So what from the three point line in the past two games? He's what four of twelve tonight? He was four of twenty two in the last two games, dude. He's hurt. I mean, he's he's got this nagging wrist situation, and he's exhausted as well. Um, you could you can totally tell. He looks like he needs like twenty four hours of sleep. Um, but you're you're right, man. The problem is Chase. You may raise a good point. If and the real thing the Sixers need is a clutch player, an absolute killer, I still don't see that on this team. Um, you know, when you look at the Hawks series, final, final, uh, final possession against the Hawks, you need a point. You need someone to close the game out. You didn't have that guy. I don't know if we have that guy now. I don't think that's Tobias Harris on on a consistent basis. I don't know if that could be Tyrese Maxey. I've yet to see him in the clutch. Seth Curry, I haven't seen that enough from him either. So. That is the that is the uh, that is the concern. Is what are you going to do? Who's the closer of this team? <clears throat> Something this team hasn't really had except for Jimmy Butler. Three or the three of the five uh, best teams in the West. It's going to be tough, man. NBA is ridiculous because they got the fake MVP suspended a game, uh, and as he should be suspended, he should definitely be suspended. That was that was ridiculous. You know what, man? Look, you that what Morris did was ridiculous, but. I think it's very, very uh, childish, or it's very cheap to hit someone from behind. Like, if anything, he should have just, 
yo, Markeith, and then pushed him once he turned around. But to do it from behind, like that, that's just a cheap shot to me. And I, I, I don't condone that. But hey, man, Eagles gonna be Eagles. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna do it for this recap here. Again, your Philadelphia 76ers fall to the Toronto Raptors, 115 to 109. Third straight loss here for the for the uh, for the Sixers. The city of Toronto, you guys owe us, or you guys own us. It is what it is. We'll be bounce. We'll bounce back. We'll bounce back. At least the union could take care of TFC, except when we play in Toronto, we tie against them when we should have beaten them. Uh, anyways, I digress. Ladies and gentlemen, if you guys are watching this live on Ed Barcelo Philly's YouTube channel, do me the solid, hit the like button, and subscribe to the channel as we talk all Philly sports all the damn time. And make sure you guys rate and subscribe to Oin Philly Sports as we rebroadcast all our recaps on there and we talk Philly sports on there as well. You can find that wherever you stream podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys, let's go Sixers. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. I'll talk to you guys on Saturday. <laughs>